You're listening to episode 81 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're going to be talking about why stillness and getting still is sort of your underrated power and what an incredible difference it can make in your life when there's a lot happening when there's a lot of noise out there, which seems like it's it's the constant these days. And there's so many tools at our disposal, especially things like stillness that we just aren't utilizing. And I, I think this is such a fascinating topic. And, and the person who actually kind of drew my attention to this the most was my friend Lisa Carpenter, who will be on the podcast next Thursday. Um, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Hit subscribe so you don't, uh, you don't miss the episode because Lisa is an absolute gem. I adore her. She's got so much amazing information to share. So I'm really, really excited for you to hear this one. And we do talk about this a little bit on her episode, but it's something that she touches on a lot in her business. And it's something that I have uh, used a lot in the past. And I don't think that I realized just how uncommon it is for a lot of people um, because I, I'm an introvert and I also am an only child. So I, I just kind of grew up being very comfortable being with myself and just kind of with my own company and um, oftentimes just alone. And I'm, I'm totally alone. I'm totally okay with being alone. And that isn't something that really bothers me. Whereas I find that a lot of other people are distressed by it and they, they need to have people around all the time. And that's, that's how they, they feed off their energy and how they function. But then things can just start to get a little bit too noisy. So for example, if things are feeling overwhelming or confusing, you're having trouble making decisions, you feel uh, super out of alignment, you're, you're incredibly stressed. Um, maybe you're feeling like your creativity is totally drained or you're falling into comparison trap, especially with social media. We've talked about that so many times on this podcast, but it always applies and it's always worth the reminder. Um, maybe you're having some trouble sticking to habits that you're trying to shift as well. All of these types of things, they can just feel like a lot and stillness can make us uneasy especially in this world that we live in because productivity and being busy is considered positive and, and useful. And it, it's that badge of honor, right? Like that's what we consider to be the, the best way to go is that if you aren't busy, if you aren't running around like a chicken with your head cut off, then there's something wrong. Whereas we should be looking at this from a different perspective, just because we've gotten used to this world being so noisy and busy doesn't mean that that's how things should be. That doesn't mean that that's how we function at our highest level. It's just what we've become used to. There's a big difference there. And we get very uncomfortable with this even idea of stillness. I mean, sometimes, and, and I, I totally do this, 
I practically get twitchy if my phone is away from me for too long. And then I realize that I'm, I'm reaching for it because I'm not just sitting still and just being. Like we have so much difficulty with that now because we're so used to either being surrounded by people, um, surrounded by social media or checking our emails, um, the whole online space. We are watching TV while we're scrolling the internet. Like there's, we, we oftentimes don't even just spend our time doing one thing. We're, we're often trying to do multiple things and we're never just still. We, we are never just being because we're always looking for something to entertain us or to keep us occupied, right? And then, and then it's so curious to us as to why we feel stressed and overwhelmed and why we can't figure out uh, how to make this decision or um, what, you know, what direction you want to take your business in or whatever, whatever that is for you. It's really tough to figure that out and to get to the root of that when we're never allowing ourselves to be still. And something that always comes to mind for me with other people that I see doing this, and sometimes I, I question myself on this too, is if I'm really avoiding being still, I start to think, okay, what, what am I avoiding? What am I trying to sidestep here? What am I trying to numb myself from that I don't want to feel? And that's a very hard question to ask. That, that's a very hard question to ask yourself. And it's something that you might not know the answer to right away, but you might have to get still to figure out the answer. And when you figure out the answer, that could be a block that's like releasing the dam that can help you figure out where you need to go and what decision you need to make and, and what is it that you want to let into your life or to release from your life too. That's possible as well. But you'll never know if you don't allow those thoughts to come in. This sounds like super woo-woo. I, I know that. And I, and I am I am a little woo-woo. Anyone listening to this podcast knows this. <laughs> but it's actually not quite as woo-woo as, as you might think. I talk about some woo-woo things in here. This is actually not one of those super woo-woo things. This is just kind of basic. Because humans, we, we suck at multitasking. We seriously suck at it and we like to tell ourselves that we're great at it and how fantastic it is and, um, you know, how impressive it is, how many things we can do at once. We can listen to a podcast, be cooking dinner and uh, playing with our kids all at the same time. Like, and that's, you know, oh, that's just another day. But are you really doing any of those things well? Like whenever I try and do something like that, that's usually when I end up, I mean, I don't have like the kids to play with, but <laughs> I, I'll end up, you know, talking to somebody while I am listening to a podcast and making dinner and I end up burning dinner, not paying attention to what someone is saying to me and entirely missing the point of the podcast that I'm trying to listen to because it just doesn't work, right? And we're trying to do everything at once and it doesn't allow space for anything. It doesn't allow the space. It doesn't allow you to get clarity on anything. Because otherwise the waters are just all muddied all the time when it comes to these decisions and that's likely contributing to a lot of your stress because you're not allowing yourself to just be. To just be in the present moment and to not feel like you have to fill every moment in every empty space with something so-called productive. 
And I'm, I, I mean, we all know I love podcasts. I mean, I'm either, I, I'm also, I'm even teaching other women to launch their own podcasts. I love things like podcasts, but sometimes when, and I love listening to them, you know, when I go for a, a walk or go driving somewhere or whatever, but sometimes I also just turn them off and I will just walk in silence or drive in silence or whatever, because I find that I can just get too sucked into, for one thing, just other people's messages, but also it's just hard to hear your own thoughts sometimes. Or if you're, if you're in nature, you're also missing all of just the sounds of nature, like birds chirping. And you know, if you're walking near water, like you can't hear the water if you've got a podcast going in your ear or something like that, all of those different things can help bring you that clarity and give you that space. And, and when you do that, you're cultivating that stillness. You might still be physically moving, like walking maybe, and that's fine, but you're still removing one element that can be a huge distraction and potentially overwhelming you more than you realize too. Because it can be fantastic that you're learning amazing things listening to podcasts. That's awesome. And I listen to all kinds of incredible podcasts. Um, especially ones related to business or something like that, right? And I love them. They're so powerful. And I think it's just incredible that we can get all of this information from something like podcasts. But sometimes it can also just be overwhelming. And if I'm already feeling stressed, the last thing that I want to do sometimes is to listen to a business podcast that is going to remind me of all of the things, for example, that I need to add to my to-do list. <laughs> right? It's, it's counterintuitive. It's not going to help me further along. It's going to set me further back because it's just going to add to my stress and I'm digging my own hole even deeper. Is this starting to make some sense? I'm, I'm hoping that you're starting to see maybe some connections in your own life where you might be distracting yourself and you might be filling the void with other things that aren't allowing you to feel or to hear what else is going on in your life? If we're constantly in motion, it's not allowing the space to let other things come in. Jim Quick, I don't know if, if anyone here has heard of Jim Quick. I will make sure to reference him uh, in the show notes. He, he's like a memory expert and he, he does some, some really cool things. He also has a podcast, actually. It's fantastic. Um, and I heard him talk about allowing space for miracles to happen. And I thought that was really cool because the context in which he said it, he was talking about scheduling things back to back to back to back, which I, I often do. I regularly will schedule, you know, client calls and podcast interviews and stuff back to back and batch them basically because it's, it's efficient for me. I'm like, well, great. Like then that leaves extra time, you know, before and after, um, maybe it then frees up an extra full day for me to just be able to work full through what, whatever, whatever it is it's really efficient, right? But that's a very type A way of looking at things. <laughs> and the problem is that when we do that, we're not allowing the space for miracles to happen. Like for example, maybe you get into a really, and this has happened to me before, I've gotten into a really fantastic conversation either before or after recording a podcast with my guest, uh, one of my podcast guests, and I don't have time to stick around and have the conversation because I've got another one to get on to and I can't, I can't leave them waiting. So I have to cut it off quickly when it could have been a really 
cool conversation to have and I would have loved to have continued it. And who knows what could come of that, right? You could start building incredible relationships with, with people, but if you're not even allowing the space for that to help for, for that to happen, what else is it that you're not allowing in? Like how many things are you missing out on because you're never allowing any space or time in your everyday life for them to enter? I thought that that was such a fascinating analogy and I've reminded myself of that several times. Even, even something as simple as I now always make sure that I book extra time onto my podcast interviews just in case my guest wants to chat, you know, if we get into a really great conversation about something, whatever it is, I want to allow a little bit of extra space. And if that means that I have an extra 15, 20, 30 minutes between um, interviews and no miracle happens at that particular moment, that's fine. I can use that time to recharge, which is going to help benefit me anyway to show up better for the next interview or the next coaching client or, or whatever it is, just to show up better for myself too. And to just recharge my battery that extra little bit so that I can show up better for me. Maybe it means that I get to drink some extra water in between, right? Like, so when I'm not dehydrated, so that I'm showing up as a better version of myself. Like we can take this so many different ways, but when we're never allowing ourselves to be still, we're missing things. And honestly, the best ideas come to me during or after any time that I've taken to be still, including, you know, turning off social media for a little while or, uh, you know, leaving my phone on airplane mode or whatever, but even just taking some time to just be alone for a little bit, even if it's just for an hour. And, and you know what, an hour might sound like a luxury to, to some of you out there. So even if you can just take five or 10 minutes to just be still. And this doesn't have to be necessarily meditation. It certainly can be if you're into that. Absolutely. That can, that can totally have some fantastic benefits, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes you can just be alone with your thoughts and that's okay. You don't have to fill every second of the day with something that's considered productive. There are other ways and different definitions of being productive that don't involve physically or mentally draining your energy, if that makes sense. And the other thing is too, is that sometimes we need to do something differently to get a different result. So since we're often, you know, moving and, and busy, stillness is a really great way to try something totally out of the ordinary for you too. Sometimes we need to do something different to get that different result. Something I did uh, recently that I really, really enjoyed, and this was totally out of my usual realm was I signed up for uh, yoga classes at a local studio. You know how they do the like 30 days for 40 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever. Um, so it was a brand new studio. I'd never been there before. Brand new to me. I mean, I, I'd never been there before. And oftentimes I would kind of feel guilty previously for taking the time to do yoga classes that didn't have me like, like they didn't leave me sweaty and weak in the knees, like sore afterwards, you know, actual like muscle soreness, all of these things. If I was going to take the time to do yoga, then it better be a damn good workout basically. And that was the only way that I considered yoga to be worth my time. Otherwise I'm like, no yoga, fuck that. <laughs> I'll just go lift some weights instead. <laughs> but now it was so interesting to me because they had such a cool variety of classes that I, I found myself signing up for all of 
the most gentle classes I could find. Like I'm talking, they had some really incredible classes that you basically didn't even move much. Some of them were just kind of mobility based. Um, one of them was actually a restorative class where you were just practically bundled up in, in blankets and the teacher would come around at the end and like give you a neck massage with essential oils and you'd hold poses for just a really, really long time, but super relaxing poses and with pillows and stuff, uh, bolsters, I guess they're called bolsters. Um, it, and it was magical. <laughs> it was absolutely magical. And sometimes I was actually doing two classes back to back and a girlfriend was like, what are you doing? Like two classes, two yoga classes back to back. That's not like you. This is kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, but they're not, they're not the types of classes that you're expecting. I'm like, they, I was explaining to her like that they were the ones where I barely even moved at all. They were mostly just restorative and stuff like that. And it was, I just always felt so cozy in these classes. And, and afterwards, like the feeling stayed with me and I felt totally relaxed and calm. And I had never allowed myself the space or the time to do those types of things before. And it was so interesting to me and just seemed like such an interesting metaphor that I could translate to other areas of my life other than just with yoga, where being still benefited me so much more than filling the void and filling the space. It was fascinating to me. It was really, really cool. And originally why I signed up for the yoga classes was mostly just to shake up my routine, like to get out of the house more, especially in the winter, particularly now that I work from home, um, just trying something new, mobility, like working towards some stress relief, um, just kind of getting some, some different types of wins under my belt. And it just really retaught me how powerful it is to just be, like to be present in the moment, to, to let emotions come up if they want to as well. Because this is often why we keep ourselves busy all the time. And this is what I meant when I, when I said to try and figure out what you're running from, what you're avoiding, what you are potentially trying to numb yourself from feeling by staying busy. Because sometimes we're scared of, of getting still. It makes us very nervous because if we get still, then all of the things that we're pushing to the back are all going to come bubbling up. And that's a scary feeling depending on what is potentially going to come up for you. So this is why so many of us avoid it. And it was super interesting to me as well that um, there were a couple of classes where I was in a great mood going into it. I was a great, I was in a great mood in the class and just oddly, I got super emotional in a couple of different classes out of nowhere. I suddenly had like tears running down my face. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and it was so strange to me, but I kind of had this realization that sometimes when we just push things away for too long and push these emotions down, no matter what it's about, that we don't even realize that they're just sort of festering until we take this, this space to let ourselves open it up a little bit. And stillness can just be so incredibly uncomfortable to us, especially if we're trying to constantly distract ourselves with other things rather than just choosing to simply be, even just for a few minutes. And this is especially difficult for type A's like myself, 
Like we feel guilty for taking the time to be still when we could be moving or doing something productive, right? But there's, there's power and there's magic in that stillness. And it can really help you to feel grounded. It can help to sharpen your thoughts and emotions that have been floating around your head, but you haven't been able to give them meaning as well or figure out where they're coming from or why they're coming up. And my question, I guess, to anyone who, who never wants to be still and has to constantly be moving, I mean, I'm coming back to this again and again. What are you running from? What are you running from? I've talked to multiple people and, and I, I've called people, people in my life know this, that I, I will call people out sometimes and I'll put them on the spot. If I see that they're doing this on a regular basis, this is people close to me, obviously, who are, who are open to me saying these types of things um, or more open to it anyway. <laughs> it's not like random strangers. And I will ask them, I'm like, what are you running from? What, what are you trying to hide from? I've asked multiple people in my life that when I've seen that they have gotten stuck in this cycle of, of non-stop and that they just, they feel like they have to be doing something in every single moment of every single day. Like what is it that will come at you when you remain still long enough to allow for feelings to come up that you might be spending all kinds of time pushing down? I'm really challenging you to dig into this and I, I want you to start to pay attention to when you feel like you might be getting caught in this cycle. Like if you feel like you're like you're on a hamster wheel and that you're just going 24 seven, or if you go for a walk and you feel like you can never go without your earbuds in and at full blast with something on, I'm challenging you to take the time and put in just that tiny bit of effort to switch something up, just something small and to do something a little bit differently and to allow yourself a little bit of space for stillness and to see how that goes for you. And this is going to be an uncomfortable experiment, very uncomfortable. So this is a big challenge. It, this is, I, I don't take this lightly. This is, a, this is a big deal because this is why we avoid being still is because so many things can come up. Something else too that they could help with this. Um, if you've been following along the last couple of weeks, every single Monday, I'm now posting a new sort of mini challenge in the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group. And uh, we've had a, a digital detox type of challenge. Um, last week, it was getting to bed half an hour earlier. I'm sort of basing this off of James Clear's uh, book, Atomic Habits, which I absolutely love. And just sort of looking for ways that you can incrementally make your life better in really small doses at a time. And you can, you can create these habits, sort of this, this 1% on top of 1% and it just snowballs, right? So this week's challenge in the Facebook group is writing down five things that you're grateful for every single day, plus writing down one big dream that scares the shit out of you and writing it in the past tense as though it's already happened. So, if, if this sounds weird to you, it's actually a really fascinating experiment because when we allow ourselves to get still, you might actually realize that you have some big, crazy, I would never even want to share these types of dreams, dreams going on in you that you haven't even allowed yourself to think about because it just seems like too much. 
like too out of reach, too crazy, too out there, uh, too this, too that. Somebody will judge you for it, whatever. And you might barely even let yourself think about it. And it might not have the space to come up until you allow yourself to get still. So this is what how I'm kind of like relating this. And the other thing that can help you to just kind of get present into the present moment is to be grateful for five different things every day. And this can be anything and I want it to be five different things every day. I've talked about gratitude lists and stuff uh, before in the podcast and I, I keep circling back to it and I, I will continue to circle back to it because it's so important and can absolutely change your entire outlook in life. It can absolutely change things big time. So this week's challenge, five things every day that you're grateful for, plus writing down one big dream that scares the living shit out of you (laughs) and writing it down in the past tense as though it's already happened, because that's going to help you start to embody what life would look like if that had already happened. And that's powerful. That's a really powerful shift. But you might need to get still in order to allow yourself to hear what it is that that dream looks like for you and to see what that dream looks like for you. So the stillness might have to come first. And then some of these other thoughts might start coming up for you. And I'm really excited to hear about this more. I'm going to be sharing some of my own for both of these, both my gratitude list and like some of these big dreams of mine in the Facebook group this week. I'm also going to be going live on the Facebook group today. Uh, if you're listening to this in real time, it is Tuesday, April 2nd. Um, so I'll be going live in there as well. I'm trying to to hop in live every week. Uh, again, I, I kind of was missing a few weeks there, but I am trying to get in there live uh, every single week uh, again, moving forward. So I will be in the group um, weekly and yeah, I'm excited to to hear how this goes and to hear what some of the other um, people in the group are going to be sharing as well. Like there's a lot of power in this to be able to, to share with others and you don't have to share. There's absolutely no obligation, um, but it can just be a kind of cool way to kind of get a little bit of different perspective too and see what other people are, are grateful for and stuff like that. There's no right or wrong answer to any of this. There are no right or wrong answers whatsoever. This is so individual, but I just really want to encourage you most of all to use the power of stillness to your advantage because stillness is incredibly underrated in this crazy busy society that we live in. And I just really, really want you to take the time and to take the energy to be still. And not only will you likely feel a bit recharged, but it's going to reduce the noise in your life a little bit. And when you reduce the noise, turns up the volume on everything else that you need to hear. So super, super excited about this. I can't wait to hear how this goes. Um, if you know someone that you think needs to hear this, if this resonated with you, please share it on social media and tag me. I'm over at Emily Goff coach on Instagram, um, or Emily Goff coaching on Facebook. But, uh, if you're on Facebook, make sure to hop over to the Facebook group as well. So it's room to grow podcast and in, if you search in the the search bars, room to grow podcast, um, for the Facebook group. So I will see you over there. And there's an extra special interview on Thursday with my dear friend, Sarah Swain. And I'm super pumped to share it with you. Uh, she absolutely killed it and has incredible, incredible knowledge to share with everyone. So I'm super excited 
make sure to tune in and I'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.